quick heads up before we go into this week's podcast. The sharp-eyed among you will notice that the activity from last week and from this week is very similar, in fact, the same. I've gone into a little bit more detail this week about the activity through the value list activity. I noticed that not many people last week really commented on that. And I do believe that it's a really important thing for us to do. So please um, know that it was deliberate and that this week's podcast is a bit of a follow-on from last week's podcast. And I hope you enjoy it. Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 50 of Shaman Talk. I'm your host, Rhonda, and I cannot quite believe that we've made it this far. So I decided to choose one of my favourite topics to talk about to celebrate week 50. And that topic, of course, is boundaries. And the reason I've chosen that topic this week is because I don't think that anybody can really talk about boundaries enough in our culture. I think that it's one of the fundamental missing pieces of what we get taught in the world that we live in. To meet our own needs, to say no when we need to say no, and to set the limits for ourselves. You know, we decide how people can treat us, how they can behave around us, and what they can expect from us to them as well. So, ah, it's just such a big topic. So today I'm going to go through some signs that you lack boundaries, so that if you don't think that you lack boundaries, perhaps you actually do. Um, I don't think I know anybody who has a perfect... um, Actually, no, I do know a couple of people, but they're very rare, of people who work just excellently with boundaries. And I wouldn't say that I'm one of them. I'd say that I'm a big fan of boundaries that I work really hard with my boundaries and that it's one of the key things that I work with in my own personal development, but I'm definitely not brilliant at it. I'm getting pretty good these days, but these are some of the signs that I thought about when it came to actually identifying whether you actually have issues with boundaries and perhaps these are some of the things that some things that you might not have thought of as boundaries but actually they are so here we go 12 signs well I've got 12 I'll say 12 and then maybe we will so the first sign is that your relationships tend to be difficult or dramatic so basically the less boundaries that you set the more difficult that you find it to set boundaries the more you give others the signal that you don't know how to take care of yourself And this leaves you open to attracting people who will want to control you. And, you know, at some point we all get a bit frustrated with that. And then you're kind of like, you flip that round and then you start to maybe control them or try and manipulate them because that's what they do to you. And it just basically degenerates into this codependent relationship that's really unhealthy and turns into something very dramatic. Worst case scenario, you know, with this... um, for not being able to set boundaries within relationships is end, ending up on the receiving end of some sort of abuse. As, um, so, you know, if you have difficulties in your relationships, and abuse is a massive scale. When I say abuse, I don't mean necessarily mean the deep traumatic abuse that some of us unfortunately have faced in our life. But even quite mild emotional abuse is still abuse. So, you know, that's kind of like the worst case scenario. But if your relationships tend to be difficult or dramatic, you've probably got a problem with boundaries. So the second one is, you really hate to let people down. So people without boundaries tend to go along with other people's plans and worry about letting them down so much that they just end up saying yes to everything. 
Um, maybe you call yourself a people pleaser. You know, that, that, that can be a good sign that you really struggle with your boundaries. You're often tired for no apparent reason. So always doing what other people want all the time means that you're left to cram your own life into like leftover time. Like you're never having your own needs met. You're never voicing how you feel or what you think because you have boundary issues. And it's exhausting, guys. It's really tiring. Um, I mean, there was a point in my life where I really did think that I was going to be diagnosed with some sort of chronic fatigue um, syndrome or something. I don't know what they call it these days, but... Um, you know, I was so tired all the time. I just couldn't get my energy. But, you know, as soon as I started to work with boundaries, that changed really quickly. So that's a good sign that you lack boundaries. So you find... Next one is you find decision-making decision a real challenge. So without healthy boundaries, you can end up spending so much of your life doing what other people want you to do that you lose a sense of yourself. You often don't know you know, what to do or what you want or don't want. And when you're faced with a decision, your mind just goes blank. Next is if you work, if you really struggle with guilt and or anxiety, you will probably suffer from a feeling of ongoing guilt and anxiety or fear. So you probably feel responsible if other people aren't happy, guilty. Many people with boundary issues feel guilty for the smallest things like taking a last piece of cake or asking someone to move along a bench so that you can sit down as well or anything like that. So if if your life is riddled with guilt and anxiety, there's a good chance that you have boundary issues. So your radar is off, excuse me, when it comes to sharing. So lacking personal boundaries can lead to oversharing private details. I've been there myself. It's really... Sometimes, like, stuff that I am used to tell people that was out my mouth before I even, God, could think about it or stop it. And I'd really regret being so open all the time, but there was just something in me that I just couldn't control. Um, so it can really kind of leave, leave you open to manipulation and getting quite hurt as well when people don't really honour the deep sharing that you have trusted them with. And also that can lead to not sharing enough with those who are trying to get close to you because you don't know how to share your needs. So you're, you know, you'll share, overshare certain things, but what you won't share is what you actually need and what you're actually asking for. Um, and also you might suffer from intimacy issues as well. So that's a, those are signs that you have boundary issues. If you are constantly the victim of situations... So if you have no boundaries, you might, or or you struggle with boundaries, you might feel hard done by because others will take advantage of you in obvious and non-obvious ways, subtle ways. Um, you might feel that you're overlooked or blamed at work or in your family and social circles. You might even be the sort of person that things always seem to go wrong for. That is a really good sign that you are lacking in boundaries. This is a good one. You're a tiny bit annoyed most of the time. You often feel slightly annoyed with people, edgy or a bit off. I mean, 
basically that can be caused by going against your own values all the time never saying what you need to say never having your needs met never feeling heard or seen never being able to voice what you need to voice in the moment and you know that being a tiny bit annoyed all the time can be um really fueled by that kind of anxious guilt that we feel when we don't have good boundaries so it's yeah it's that idea of just being a tiny bit annoyed most of the time at people a bit blamey that's a really good sign that you lack in boundaries so the next one is that you secretly feel that other people don't show you respect so basically boundaries give other people a manual on how you expect to be treated and what behaviour you will allow to be part of your life. Like if you don't set any boundaries, people don't know how to act around you, they don't know how to treat you and usually often you'll be left feeling disrespected. Now when I've said this particular one in the past, some people have said well it's not, you know people should just treat other people with respect and treat them properly why is that my responsibility to to do that well you know we come up against many people in this world and everybody is carrying a trauma of some sort and you are responsible for your own field for what you allow into your field and how for how you allow people to treat you so i hear people make excuses because putting up boundaries is very hard it's very uncomfortable and it's it's difficult to do and this is an excuse that I often hear. Well, it's not my responsibility to make people kind to me. No, but it is your responsibility to ensure that when people aren't kind to you, you tell them that that's not okay. That you're not going to accept that. So the next one is a bit of a tough one. It's a bit edgy, but you might just be passive aggressive. So if you're one of those who always say no when you secretly want to say yes... Or vice versa, you say yes when you want to say no, you will definitely feel upset and disempowered. And then what this what happens then is that you it leads you to try and manipulate back the energy and power you lost by nagging the other person, by complaining at the other person, punishing them in little ways like the silent treatment, for example. I've talked about that in my podcast in the past. And that's a really bad case of passive aggression. So rather than speaking the truth in the moment and, and sharing what you need in this life, sharing what isn't okay for you because it's difficult or uncomfortable or you can't do um, confrontation, then it twists inside and becomes passive aggressive. It comes out in like little ways so that you try and manipulate, manipulate your way back to feeling empowered again. So the next one is that you often wonder who you really are. So many of us don't even realise that we're probably often doing what others want to do instead of what we want to do and basing our opinion of ourselves on what other people think. Yeah. So after many, many years of this, and often it's behaviour learned from a parent or um you know, it's something that's that started in childhood, lack of boundaries. We learn our boundaries from our parents, by the way. So if you are a parent teach your children to have good boundaries by having good boundaries yourself, by saying no, by meeting your own needs and by modelling a good boundary behaviour to your kids. That's how they learn it. That's why you didn't learn it because you didn't have a model from your parents. 
So basically, it's really not uncommon to have a really limited or um, a fluid sense of self. Like, so one minute you'll feel this way and the next minute you'll feel that way. It will depend who, what friends you're with or what family members and you feel really like you just morph into something in the moment and you just turn into whatever other people expect you to be. That is a sign of poor boundaries. And finally, you know, your secret fear is to be, is being rejected or abandoned. So lacking boundaries can often be traced back to a childhood where you took on the message that, um, you know, not doing what others want you to do results in being rejected. So for example, I, I mean, I've seen this with my friends as a child. I've seen this with people I know with their kids, but they try and force the child to interact with an adult in the room say hi to this person you've literally never met or a family member who visits once a year and you're expected to like hug them and be intimate and be nice and be polite and be connected with this person and in order to do that in order you know in order to avoid well this may be a very specific situation but it's just an example you know your parent doesn't have boundaries either and they don't want to upset the adult who is expecting the child to act in a certain way so the parent makes the child try and makes the child act in a certain way and the child learns that they have to bend their will and bend or ignore their own needs in order to keep their parent happy i.e feel worthy and loved yeah so those are some of the things that i see as pointers to boundary issues An extra thing that I'd like to say is that boundaries aren't something that will make you unhappy. I hear lots of people say, or yeah, I do. I'd say lots of people who worry that putting up boundaries will make them, will make people reject them, will make them isolated, will make people not like them, will make them feel abandoned and rejected. But if you suffer from any of the last, any of those 12 points that I've just read out, probably if you're lacking boundaries, then it will be a combination of those then your life must be quite difficult right now. So how much more difficult can it be if you just start saying no to people and actually have people in your life who respect you and love you and will adhere to the boundaries that you put in place, who will listen to you, who will be there when you need them rather than you just being available for everybody else. You know, this is about forging a life of respect and honour and surrounding ourselves with people who, who love us and who want the best for us and we want the best for them and it's not codependent or unhealthy but supportive and um, loving so boundaries are not going to make you unhappy if you in a nutshell if you set boundaries then you attract people who are willing to respect you and who want good things for you and boundaries are not there to limit your joy but to protect your joy so as your relationships get better and you actually enjoy the things that you choose to do because they match your values and they match you, yourself, then joy just really appears out of nowhere. It's lovely. And what I would say is someone who was myself, a chronic people pleaser, so chronic. I mean, I mean, zero boundaries, chronic people pleaser, chronic looking for validation outside myself. But then that morphed and turn me into an angry negative little person it was it's quite I was quite the thing to behold and as I changed that worked with my boundaries learned to say no learned to 
learn to speak my truth in the moment regardless of what everybody else was thinking or feeling or whether they might their feelings might be hurt that's not up to me you know I'm not rampaging around being really unkind you guys know me the ones you might be brand new to this podcast but everybody who knows me you know I'm very kind I'm available I you know I do lots of things in service to this planet but I have values that I stick to and that I don't allow people to cross and Sometimes that's really difficult, but what I'll say is the freedom that that brings to my life is something that I never thought possible. Honestly, I just, I look back now to how I was before and how I used to feel and I think, wow, I can't believe how good this is, even though it's really, really hard. It's no harder than living in the hell that I had created for myself, I can tell you that. Okay, so if you're not sure that you're good at setting boundaries or even if you have any boundaries at all. Um, There's a couple of questions that you can ask yourself. So how often do you worry about what other people think? And these questions will all be on the show notes as as well, so you'll be able to go to centreforshamanism.com forward slash 5050 and get this information so you don't have to scribble it down too much. Do I, so how often do I worry about what other people think? Do I feel guilty for wanting to do things by myself? When was the last time I said no to somebody? When was the last time I said yes to something I didn't want to do? What are the five rules to being my friend? Do you know them quickly and easily? What are 10 things I most like to do with my time? Can you come can you come up with those quickly? What are the ten things you don't like to do with your time? When I think about saying no to somebody, how how do you when you think about saying no to somebody, how do you feel? So imagine somebody in your life that you struggle to say no to. Think how you feel about that. Is it afraid? Are you calm? Are you quite you know, kind of write those feelings down and start to recognise them. So most people who struggle with boundaries struggle with knowing who they are and what they want, yeah? So you'll feel frustrated and lost and like you're just confused and couple that with the, if you're also an empath or you use the label anyway of, of, of being an empath as per episode 47, I believe it was, then wow, you're in a bit of a mess. And I do, and having been both of those things in the past, Sometimes it's the chicken and the egg situation, you know, what kind of comes first. But in this, as this podcast is about boundaries, recognising if you have boundary issues is really the first thing that you can do. So if you're on this podcast being like, oh goodness, yes, this is me, I really need to do something about that. There'll be a couple of exercises. We're going to work with a value list um, that I'm going to encourage you to do for yourself. But really the first step to this work is to start learning more about yourself and giving yourself the time and space to do that. And this is a process, it's a marathon, not a sprint. So, you know, use your shamanic work, use your guides in a a way that will be supportive for you as you start to make this change. And it's taken me years to do this and I'm really still struggling with that. I still struggle with boundaries. So... I'm not suggesting that you'll, you know, 
do a quick five minute exercise or a wee journey and then you'll have lots, you'll have boundaries because lacking in boundary issues is really symptomatic of many things but we can only take one step at a time we can only try to make small changes every day one step at a time right so have a look at the um the idea that you need to be learn learning more about yourself and in this activities and journey section of the podcast we're going to do a values list so that you can start to work out what your values are and if you also if you if you answer those questions that I asked um, I'll also put those in the show notes as well and use those in conjunction with your values and really start to think about how you can make these changes and how I suggest you do that simply is pick one situation a day like at work when somebody asks you to go to lunch and you don't want to say no say oh but you can do it kindly so this is the thing people think putting up boundaries is like not a good thing and it will upset people or you need to be aggressive or harsh and for sure sometimes the pendulum swing can happen and we take it I mean I know I did this you take it a bit far and you're a bit snappy but that's okay you know be gentle with yourself if that's what happens sometimes you just need to be a bit aggressive until you get used to feeling the way that this feels to put up boundaries so just pick one thing in your in your week or in your day and say okay that's the thing I'm going to do that's the boundary I'm going to put up I'm just going to say no to that say for example you've turned if you're you know, if you're a woman around the house and you've turned into a bit of a skivvy and you start to say no, don't do the dishes or the washing for anybody else. Start to make that change and just say no. Or if you um, if you have a pushy friend who always gets to choose, pick that. No, I'm not going to do that. That's actually not what I want to do. I would like to do this and see what they say. And if they push you and say no, then you can say, well, actually, I'm going to go and do this anyway. You're welcome to join me if you want to that kind of thing so you can be very kind you can be quite firm um and you can just let the other person know that your um needs are not being met the other thing that you can do with people you trust is you can say to them look i'm going to be working on my boundaries like so your friends for example just say look i always say yes to you and it's because i don't you know it's that's my my um thing to carry but I'm going to be making some changes and I love you and you might feel the change in me so this is what's happening and then with a partner you can do that as well a husband or a wife or a friend somebody the people you trust you can let them know that you're doing this project so that when the change starts to happen they don't feel insecure and wonder what the hell is going on because then they can start to bite back so that's a really nice way to kind of avoid a bit of that bite back is to just say look I I love myself enough to to make these changes to my boundaries and it's because I'm going to meet my own needs it's not because I don't love you or respect you but I need to first and foremost love and respect myself so that's another way that you can work with your friends and family when you start to make these changes okay so go ahead get a pen and paper and I will see you in the activity section in just a second Hi and welcome back to part two. Okay, so what I'd like you to do this week, um, there's only one exercise I'd like you to do and I'm only going to give you one this week because I feel that this exercise is really important and I want as many people as possible to do this work. So what I'd like you to do is I'd like you to go to centreforshamanism.com forward slash five zero and click on the link that you'll find there. And that's a link to a website that basically just lists lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of different values 
by values, we mean the things that are important to us. So for me, some of my values, for example, are honesty and truthfulness. So I need people to be honest and truthful with me. And if they're not honest and truthful, that's a boundary for me. So I would say that I don't want that if people are chronically untruthful or can't speak their truth or can't be honest with either me or themselves that's someone that I don't want in my life and I'm not that's not to say that if someone makes a mistake and is a bit whoopsie doopsie about something that I'm immediately going to start you know chopping people out my life that's not how it works but chronic long-term dishonesty and untruthfulness is just something that I just can't deal with in my life so I'd say that was one of my values justice is one of my values I believe in the um premise that you're innocent until proven guilty and I believe that um I don't pass judgment unless I just don't pass judgment so justice is something that is is one of my values it's, it's really important to me um and yeah, I mean, I could go on about that. Maybe I will a little bit just to give you a sense of the type of thing that I'm talking about. So, for example, if there's a case where um, often between, say, for example, men and women, say, though this is going to be a controversial topic. Um, should I talk about this? Yeah, I'm going to. So, for example, this has happened, actually happened in my life where I've known somebody in a workplace, a man who was accused of harassing a woman at work her name was not released and his name was he lost his job and this is a friend of mine who I know lost his job and basically his career through this one complaint from one woman what what ended up happening was she made further complaints about other people and it turns out that she was lying now for me the justice in that is that nobody's name needs to be released until it's gone through a process of um, examination and evidence, right? So for me, justice and fairness, yep, those two words come together for me. Justice and fairness are really, really important. So those are my values. Yeah, so if someone crosses my values in my life, that's not okay for me. So choose some values and how you do that. So you can hear the passion about with us, you know, when I'm talking about those couple of, of some of my values and talk about them, you can hear the passion. I'm really passionate about, about the things that I know to be truthful and right for me. Now that's not to say that they have to be truthful and right for everybody at all, but it means that I've got some sort of framework by which to work with my boundaries. Yeah. So like, if you've no idea what your values are and you don't know what's okay for you and what isn't okay, then how the hell are you meant to put up boundaries in a moment? So once you've got your value list, maybe eight to ten words, and start to think about start to think about those. Start to chunk it out, start to write things, start to journal on your values, make you know, build a relationship with your values. And then what you will be able to do with that is build a um, a framework by which you can start to um, really ramp up your um, overcoming your struggle with boundaries so there you go that's this week boundaries 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 
Boundaries are really important for mental health. Boundaries are important for physical health. Boundaries are important for, especially important for practitioners of any kind. Like if you don't have boundaries in your life, then you're going to really struggle to be an effective practitioner because you're not going to have, you're not going to be able to have boundaries in your professional life, or you're going to think you have boundaries, but actually you don't. So I've seen and I've seen that time and time again. So for me, one of the key components of a successful spiritual walk in this life is having effective, clear boundaries. Now, just one final thing to say because my guides are chattering in my ear about this. Having effective boundaries doesn't mean that you're horrible. It doesn't mean that you're unkind. It doesn't mean you have to be mean to people. But if people take that the wrong way, that's their problem. That's their issue. That's their trauma, not yours. Anybody who takes offence at you putting up a perfectly reasonable reasonable boundary has their own work to do. So what I usually say is people who are upset about you putting up boundaries are usually upset because they were benefiting from you having no boundaries. And I do believe that. I've been pulled up for it though. I had an email about it a few months back when I said it in one of my courses and one of my students questioned me about it. And I don't mind that. I, I love this course. And I, and I gave it a lot of thought because that's what I do. I'm a thinker. And I thought, well, this person really got quite upset about that statement that if somebody is upset with you because you don't have boundaries, is upset with you for putting boundaries in place, it's because they were benefiting from you not having boundaries. And I guess that sounds a little bit premeditated. I guess that makes it sound like the person who's upset is thinking, oh, this is really annoying. Um, you know, I was really benefiting from them not having boundaries. It's not kind of how that statement works. It's, it's, it's often subconscious. People are often subconsciously benefiting from low, from people who don't have good boundaries. I'm not saying everybody's running around being um, cognitively dishonest. But when you, we work energetically, we're energetic people so that, so when we energetically don't teach people how to treat us, then that's, it's just human nature to treat you how you allow people to treat you. Does that make sense? So there's a kindness here that I'm inviting into the boundary work. And sometimes, you know, sometimes we can't be kind. That is true. But we can start kind. We can start off reasonable. And then if we need to be firmer and a bit sharper, then we do. And that's okay. So whatever it is that you need to do to put boundaries in place, you do it for you. If you don't quite get it right and you're a bit squiffy and you're a bit snappy, that's okay. Be gentle with yourself. This is all really new. And we're all just doing our best. And if we let people in... Our, the people that we trust in our life know that we're doing that project then they will be able to support us and understand then maybe when we don't quite get the tone right or maybe when we're a little bit overzealous it can be really helpful if you trust the people in your life to just let them know okay I've really enjoyed doing this podcast I know I've done podcasts on boundaries before but and I'll probably keep doing them um, because I, I love talking about it I love working with it I love working with my clients with boundaries I love working with you guys so I'd love to hear what you think in our Facebook community I'd love to hear your struggles with boundaries and I'd also love to hear about your successes as well because I'm sure because I've been speaking about this for so long I'm sure a lot of you actually 
have put some of these things into practice in the past and maybe I've got we've got some success stories so I'd really like to hear about those two so thank you so much for listening guys I've had a, a really great time having a good old ramble a good old rant <laughs> about boundaries and um, I'll see you all same time same place next week one last thing I really encourage you to join my Facebook community. It's a beautifully safe space to discuss all things to do with shamanism and you are very welcome to join us in that community there. If that resonates with you, you'll find the link on the show notes for this episode. Much love and have a great day.